Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Oh, 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 it's Mac and Bo on your radio, baby. This is my friend, Matt. Posh, come on, Posh. This is my friend, T-Bone. What's up, the fun? I can't go to work without listening to Mac and Bone. Do it live. You know, we have all intentions on re-signing Frankie. Uh, We love Frankie. Um, You know, he embodies what a Panther is. Uh, He's tough. He's got that dog mentality that we talk about. Uh, Nothing's guaranteed in this league, but we are going to try to extend him. That is Dan Morgan, GM of your Carolina Panthers, and he is damn right about that. Frankie Louvu has got that dog in him. I've seen the x-rays, Bone. That dog's right on in there. And uh, that answer doesn't reveal too much, and Dan's answers don't reveal too much. He is, you know, he'll give you a quick little answer. Of course they're trying to re-sign Frankie Louvu, right? But... If you don't get this done before free agency starts the first week of March, you're going to have company. And some people might be willing to spend more than you. That that's I really hope they can get this done, Bone, pre-start of free agency, March 6th, 7th, whenever it is. Because if he gets out there on the open market, I worry about that. Because he is a ty- he's the type of football player that can do anything, right? Rush to pass or run, cover to pass, everything. He's a great guy to have in the locker room. He is a dog. You can't tell me there's not going to be a market for that dude on the open market. He's the he's the perfect guy at the right time for what this staff and Dan Morgan needs. They talk about dogs. They talk about culture. They talk about leaders. Everything you can want, Matt, to establish something, a core, a foundation of winning, it's Frankie Wufu. He has all of that. So I would be surprised if he got away. It's a matter of how it gets done, but I'm confident that they know that the value of Frankie Wufu goes far beyond the stats there's something in intangible there we talked about grant williams having intangibles in what he adds culture there's a there's a culture building intangible that frankie luvu has that you cannot let that get away the charlotte comfort systems temperature right now on this wednesday 61 degrees choose local choose charlotte comfort at charlottecomfortsystems.com one of our dearest friends mac and i say that sincerely one of our dearest friends mark from gastonia battling right now he's in the hospital i don't know the severity we'll update you as we know Uh, he's going through some medical issues you won't find a person with a bigger heart a bigger love for others someone that will do whatever you need a friend to do he will be there in a heartbeat uh now we need to be there for him as he's dealing through some things right now. Yeah, man. We're thinking of you, Marky. We're praying for you. Uh, tons of FNZ listeners yes. have hit us up unsolicited, just asking, have you heard anything about how he's doing? So uh, we're hoping for the best, Marky. We love you, brother. And hope you yes. can get back to calling the show and acting silly with us um, in no time. So I'm glad you brought that up, Bone, because a lot of people have been asking. Yes. He's beloved by, like, I know people, get, we all give him a hard time. But he is beloved by the WFNZ audience. Yes, you know what yes. I mean. He, he really is, and uh, I think he's I think he's grown on a lot of people as well. Where that's there's, true, yeah, there first, used to be a lot of backlash, and I think over time he's just it's like Shaq in the paint man back in the day. He just wears you down, man. Eventually, you're like, yeah, I love that guy. Now. He's just our goofy cousin. He's he's in the WFNZ family. He's the goofy cousin. Yep. All right, and we all love the man. Um, all right, so let's do some, uh, and we'll got to make sure we mention that too for the nine o'clockers as yes. well. You know, different audience. 
But let's let's do some sounds of the combine. The first one you heard there was Dan Morgan talking about trying to do work and get Frankie Louvu done. Uh, let's go to Dave Canales now and let's hear him talk about a detailed plan bone that they are putting together for Bryce Young. This is interesting. Listen I take this. it back to Brian Schottenheimer when he came to Seattle and he launched me on a project. He said one of the things he did for Andrew Luck, for Philip Rivers, for Drew Brees is before he had a chance to meet with them the first time, he had a detailed plan about how to improve the things necessary to play quarterback at a high level. And he showed me the report. He showed me the cut-ups that kind of went with it all. And then he challenged me. He said, you will earn another level of respect with Russell by approaching it from a detailed standpoint. So we're really working on that. Um, I really respect Bryce and and the the road that has taken him to here. And I, I want to be able to present something to him that's tangible, that's specific, and says, hey, here's, a, here's some things that we can really dive into and improve on. Here's things that you're doing great. So um, we'll have a great plan uh, when he comes back to us in a couple of weeks. I wonder, Mac, if Bryce will end up with the relationship with a guy like Geno Smith or Baker or Russell Wilson, if he was, I just wonder if he can even pick the brains of some of these guys from the quarterback standpoint and talk about the Canales offense. What, what worked for them? How did they find themselves at a higher level? It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt. I just wonder, I mean, maybe not all of them, maybe not, maybe not Baker. He's in the division. I don't know. Baker's going to say, I ain't helping that damn team. I hate them. And Russell's (laughs) going to, Russell's going to answer his phone. He's going to say, Yes, Russell Wilson Esquire. Yes, let's <laughs> ride. <laughs> Mr. Did, Unlimited, let's ride. And Dave's going to say, did you talk to Russell, Bryce? <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of did. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Rush casually dropped in the other day. He'd like to win two more Super Bowls. We're not even sure you can get a starting job. In, I mean, seriously. But anyway, Might end up in Pittsburgh here. Let's um, yeah, probably start there. Let's focus on this. I, again, I love hearing this. I love hearing that this is something, Bone, that has been done that Canales has been a part of these detailed reports. I, what do you think? What do you think the detailed report says as they go through the video cutups for Bryce Young? See this guy here? He's going to kill you. Throw the ball faster this season, please. <laughs> Look at this video. This is another man that almost <laughs> murdered you. Please throw the ball faster. Anyway, in all seriousness, I love it, man. And I think this is the right guy to coach Bryce Young. I really do. And right. again, there's. There could be a Pete Carroll-Russell Wilson-like relationship between the two where it just it vibes, it flows, it just works. Sometimes things Although just Pete work. Pete and Russell, I don't know if that, well, that no, didn't but, work all the time. But not not at the end. You know, Russell, I think his ego, his, Russell's ego got bigger and bigger and bigger the longer he was Did there. it grow more than he did? <laughs> All right, anyway, let's focus. That's we got gonna, more that's gonna lead to height jokes about Bryce Young now. We got more sounds of the we of the of the weekend. Sounds of the combine to get to. Dan Morgan talking to Charlotte Vibe. This is a great this this is very well done. The way they pulled this out of Dan Morgan uh about Brian Burns. Listen to this. You know, Brian's Brian's doing great. Um, you know, great player, great person, obviously. Um, we're going to meet with his representation down here, uh, get a better feel, you know, of our plans moving forward. Um, so we're going to have a lot more clarity once we leave here. What are the options, Carly, that you're looking at for Brian? Is it going to be a franchise that you're looking at, or what are you looking at? I think at this point, I think everything's on the table, you know, whether it's the franchise tag, um, you know, 
extending him, trade, you know, trades, you know, there. I think all options are on the table at this point. So you guys would take calls for those who may want to sign and trade. Well, not quite yet. Not quite. Um, okay. You know, again, once we meet with the with the agent and get a better feel for where he's at, okay. and you know, see see if it aligns with us, then uh, we'll have a mm. better feel for that. Mm. Interesting. Good job by Charlotte Vibe, as you mentioned, Mac. Uh, you said hour one. Dan Morgan doesn't have a lot of words. But he also doesn't have a lot of like GM speak in the words. Oh, no, he doesn't waste so time. So right there, he just basically kind of not a lot of words, but he kind of lays out there that uh, the trade possible for Brian Burns on the, a lot of things. On yeah, the and you can see what he's saying, right? They, like he said, he's going to talk to Todd France, Brian Burns' agent at the combine this week. Uh, there was a report too that they'll talk to Luvu's agent. That was from a couple of weeks back. So yeah, a lot of business is done at the combine because the agents are there and, and and the execs are there. But if if this does not Sounds like if these talks don't go a certain way, you know, that the tag gets slapped on and then the trade, then maybe they're open to calls. But right now he's not necessarily soliciting calls. But maybe if the talks don't go the right way, man, I hope these two can get on the same dang page. I really do. I, I just, it would, it would really, it would really suck bone if the Panthers had an offer of two firsts and a second round pick in 2022 said no. And then they end up taking like half of that and trade him and don't even have the player moving forward. That, that would really, that'd be some Panthers bleep right yeah, there. Can we just remove the cloud and move on to other stuff with the franchise? There's a lot to fix here. We're focused a lot on Burns, as should be. But once that gets established, Mackie gets in the fold, we move forward. And it's hard to move forward until we get that piece solidified. Hopefully soon it gets that way. I, do, I would just tag him and say, there's no trade, man. You play for us, you play for nobody. I, I, if, if it like if you can't come to agreement, I would use the tag as a weapon, and I, I wouldn't trade him. I personally would say you're playing for us on that tag, or you can just sit out. You know, I, 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 you don't want it to come to that, but I don't like the tag and trade idea personally. Um, he's too good of a football player. We we have a habit of I don't know if you've noticed, Bone, of trading away our good football players. Uh, not exactly replacing yeah, I've, them. I've noticed. Like I don't want to try to do that again. Uh, all right, let's get to Dan Morgan. Who also, Bone, to your point, was asked point blank what position Icky will play. I thought we'd get an answer of, hey, yeah, you know, we got to get an offseason. We got to talk to the coaches. He gave you an answer on that one. I think Icky, the plan is to leave him on the outside at left tackle. You know, he's 23 years old. You know, he's young. Um, you know, he's, you know, it's been two, two, three years in the league now. Um, you know, I think he's only going to get better and better. And I think when you when you bring the right coaches in, um, you know, that maybe can help him out and, you know, get him better, I think um, that I'm confident in that. Icky's motivated to be better. Uh, he's hungry. I've had multiple talks with him on different occasions. And he's hungry to get better and be one of the better left tackles in the, in the league. So uh, glowing reviews there from Dan Morgan. Mag, is that one of those things where – if if it were to go bad in camp or Icky looks like he's not improving, maybe they would adjust it. Would they want Icky to feel like that's his job going into the offseason, that there's no pressure or possibly being moved, that they're going to make him the left tackle, say it publicly, establish that, and hope he plays up to that left tackle spot where he was drafted at? Man, I'm telling you, Bone. I, God, I want this to happen. Because Icky, first of all, Icky's great story, Charlotte Kid. Yep. By all accounts, he's total class. Comes from a good family here locally. Like, he's a good dude. I want this to work. And I do like the fact that Canales is already talking about making it easier on the O-line by getting the ball out quicker. 
Like, I think that's what's needed to happen here. I don't think Icky, I don't know Bonafide's ever holding up on an island on the outside with fast speed rushers for a long period of time. But if you can cater the offense to make his job easier, I kind of like that. I do kind of like it, Boney. Mac, we but have it, a we'll see, we'll see. classic re- uh, response from... <laughs> We started this segment talking about the health and, and prayers for Mark from Gastonia. He's heard about it. He appreciates it. Appreciates what you said, nice. Matt, what I said. He also wants Flounder to say nice things about him as well. Does he think Flound doesn't like say he nice does, things he, he or something? To, I think he wants to know that Flounder also. Are you thinking about Mark? Of course. You guys were kind of doing your thing over there, and yeah, then you wanted you th- to transition to the topic. You, I didn't want to jump in. And like, just, what nice things would you just say want, about I, Mark? He I think apparently he just, wants to hear I mean, it. you talk about stuff. one of the most loyal dudes. I mean, I remember when we went out and met him for the first time was at a trivia night for you guys when me and Fitty were still listeners. And immediately he just welcomes us in and it's like, you guys are now my friends. And so uh, just, I mean, one of the most caring people, I mean, the amount of times he's asked me to, you know, do you need me to come get you or something like that? He's just, he's a great person, and I hate that he's having to go through this, I'm man. not I'm laughing at the, the classic Mark. All right, that's cool. Thank you. Say more stuff Tell about Tell me more. It's like, it's kind of like when you're in a relationship with your significant, significant other, and some people just need to hear the compliments over and over again. <laughs> Tell me more about my eyes, please. All right? How nice are they? <laughs> Marky, we'll say nice things all day about you, man. Because that's the thing. Like, for Mark... Everybody here knows him as kind of a goofball, right? He's silly. He'll call up, say silly things. And do we love that? Yes. Because we think silly equals entertaining. Some of y'all disagree sometimes, but we kind of do. But, like, like he drove – you talk about he'll do anything for you. Both of you mentioned that. I remember I got into a car wreck and totaled total my car years back. And he lives in Gastonia. I live in Indian Trail. He said, Mac, heard about it, man. I'll pick you up, take you to work. The dude showed up. All, drove all the way from Gastonia and Indian Trail and picked me up at like four in the morning. Yeah. Like, there, there's not, I have to tell you right now, my wife would have complained if I needed a ride from her at four in the morning. Like, she would have done it because she probably wouldn't want to hear my complaining. But, like, I, he'll, do, he will literally do anything for somebody. Yeah, so, so uh, and if you missed it, he's in the hospital. He's having a surgery today, right? We don't and, know and yet. We're wishing him the best. We we don't we don't know yet. He he doesn't know when it is. Oh, okay. So, okay. there's all stuff right. going on there. I don't know. I can't figure it out. He did say, Thanks for the kind words. Uh, he picked me up from a cow costume with a cow costume on from the airport, Mac, this past November. <laughs> the costume phase. He kind of stopped with that. The costume phase was my favorite, Mark. Yeah. Well, there was no reason for it, but it cracked me well, up. Well, there was an incident where he dressed up at one of our viewing parties as Richard Simmons and the shorts didn't fit and they kind of fell down and his... Uh, is that when the costumes ended? That's when his backside got exposed to a family at a restaurant, and they all freaked out. So. <laughs> that was the end of the costume yeah. phase. You heard, you uh, heard, you heard. Ah! Mark, pull up your shorts. Oh my God! Yeah, that should have ended it. I'll never forget the time. I don't know if Flown was there or not, but we were at Trailhouse doing college football viewing parties, and this woman was singing in the band, the lead singer. And Mark, that was when he dressed as Dale Jr. Remember that phase, fire suit, everything. And this woman came up, saw him in that outfit, and was singing to him, serenading him. It was such a scene, man. It really was. Speaking of scenes, it's going to be an unreal scene on Saturday at Halton Arena. The Niners hosting the number one team in the conference, South Florida. We're going to talk to the man in charge and the man in charge, Mac, permanently now. Aaron Fern, head coach of your Niners on Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ, joins us next. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ Mac and Bone with you. A uh, quick promotional announcement. The podcast will be up, right? This is how you make sure you listen to the parts of the Mac and Bone show that you can't catch live. It's 2024. All right. If you can't hear everything live, you can listen to it later. Check out each hour on its own. There's been a lot of good Panther stuff today. There'll be plenty of Panther stuff left in the show as well. Uh, check it out at uh, WFNZ.com, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, get the Mac and Bone Show podcast, subscribe to them, all that good stuff. Right now, though, we got to change it up, Bone Man. We got to talk a little bit of college basketball. It's been one heck of a season for the Charlotte 49ers, but they've hit some rocky waters here lately. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sure our next guest has had a lot of stuff to work on this week in practice. They've got a chance to make everybody forget these two losses in a row, though, as they play. The number one team, now nationally ranked, number 25 in the country, South Florida, at home at Halton, where I know he wants a big, loud crowd on Saturday. He is the head coach of the Charlotte 49ers, not just interim coach anymore. He is the uh, coach of the Charlotte 49ers hoop squad, and he joins us on the Mac and Bone Show Body Works Plus guest hotline. Aaron Fern, what's going on, coach? How you doing? Good morning, fellas. How you doing? We're doing, we're what's doing, up, coach? We're doing good. So... Obviously, the last couple of games, you guys have, have taken a couple of hits here and, and, and suffered a couple of defeats. So what's been the emphasis in practice this week? Because I know it's got to drive you crazy that you know you can play better. What are the things that you've been trying to drive home this week? Yeah, look, we knew it was going to be a tough patch, you know, playing those five games in 13 days. and You know, we just weren't, at the end of the day, just tough enough to battle through the grind of that little patch. and. You know, we did some good things in the game, but, you know, you've got to be able to complete the game and play well all the way through, and, and that's what we've talked about. You know, we had a big session yesterday and great practice, and the guys really responded to that, but obviously we've got to go out on Saturday and play a top 25 team, and, you know, much deserved to them. I mean, they've been the most consistent team in the American this year. We get a chance to get after them again after we lost a close one at their place. How special has it been on a positive note to watch Deshaun Jackson have the year he's had after missing a year due to injury? You you see him every day. What's it been like for you to see that journey for him? Yeah, I mean, his transformation's been huge. I mean, he was, you know, very heavy when he first got here and, and uh, you know, he's had to deal with some medical stuff and he's slowly just getting better every day and working harder every day and, getting in better shape and then, you know, just obviously performing. I mean, he's a lot more confident and, um, yeah, super proud of the, the um, improvement he's made. And I still think there's a heck of a lot left in him. I think he's, you know, a shadow of what he can be moving forward. And, and that's the exciting thing. Hey coach, I'll ask about another player on your squad that I like watching. And that's Lukai Patterson. I think he's so oh, smart, yeah. so smart and crafty. Like he's six, two. 
But he goes in the post with other guards, and I swear it looks like he's 6'6". He knows how to use like his body, uses the derriere. Oh, yeah. He knows how to use everything, right, just to, to, his, be- to his benefit. What's he like? <laughs> I got to tell you, he says, be- says derriere. I laugh too, Coach. Lack of a better phrase. That's all I came up with. But you know what I mean, Coach? Like, he gets the most out of his physical talent. He's got to be a pleasure to coach. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's one of those unique players in the world that can just you know, he obviously shoots the ball well. He can get to his mid-range pull-up, and then he can run you into the post and and uh, use his girth down there and start to move people around and spin off bodies. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's very, very difficult to defend down there, and that's what makes him very unique and a very valuable piece of our program. And, you know, he's obviously gone out and really done some big things to close out games and, you know, we all know every team needs players like that, and he's one of those guys for us. That's the head coach of the Charlotte 49ers, Aaron Fern, on the Body Works Plus guest hotline here on the Mac and Bone Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Coach Amir Abdurrahim has done a sensational job year one at South Florida. Yeah. Some people think he might has a chance to win National Coach of the Year. What What has made them so good this year, and what's the biggest key to the Niners getting a victory against them on Saturday, Halton? I mean, they they know exactly the way they want to play and, and who needs the ball at the right times. And um, you know, they, they change things up a little bit defensively at times. And I think their biggest strength is that they just move the ball unbelievably well. And, and um, you know, we use this kind of same saying here, you know, like just help others succeed. And, and by doing that means, you know, move the ball and, create easy opportunities for for your teammates and they've done a sensational job of that i mean he's he's done an amazing job uh and you're right i mean he should be in conversations for coach of the year i mean he's he's been uh he's been awesome i mean they're you know they've played some really good teams and and taken care of business better than everyone else and and they deserve to be where they are and um but man we're looking forward to the challenge on saturday and i mean we we felt like we let one go a little bit when we played them down there, but again, they, they finished the game off better than we did and, and then got the victory. So, you know, bring on Saturday. Yeah, y'all had them down by 17. I mean, you proved you can do things against that team. Then this game's huge. This would be a nationally ranked win. This would yeah. be an amazing moment for the fans at Halton. What What is the mindset, though, of the team, right? Because you talked about, you know, you know, you knew there were going to be bumps in the road. Not everything's going, you know, we're not going to win every game the rest of the way. You got this little two-game losing right, streak. Right. What's the mindset of the guys? Like, do you feel like we're going, you're going to get a big, like, what's your gut feeling? You feel like we're getting a big performance on Saturday? Are you a little worried of where they're at mentally? Like, what, what what's the team's mindset right now? I mean, after yesterday's practice, they're in a really good place. I mean, we've kind of taken these, bumps as the year's gone on and we just you know we learn so much as a team and and just trying to educate each other on that fine line between winning and losing you know we've won, obviously won a lot of close games and a lot of those games could easily go the other way well, that's what people have got to understand i mean we're the american conference is what the second closest conference in the country you know on on results so that's how competitive it really is so you know, I mean, we're disappointed from the weekend, no doubt. We didn't 
performed very well against Memphis and then did some really good things against Tulsa and then again just couldn't close it out and it takes a lot of toughness and you know mental and physical emotional toughness to to win games and you know the other the other side of the ball they're really desperate desperate they want to win they're on their home court in front of their home fans just like we are and you've got to battle it out to the last second so you know I expect the guys to respond and we we have so you know we've got to do it again but you get into that pointy end of the year and you got to be playing really well and um, we've been doing some good things but the past weekend we weren't good enough. Coach, what was the moment like when you found out a couple weeks ago that you got the extension, no more interim tag, you're not just coaching this Niner team, you're now in charge of the program as as the man. What what did what did that feel like when you heard that? I mean, it was relief probably for everybody. I mean, the the players had been performing exceptionally well and done some had done some things as a team that we haven't done here in this program for a long time. I mean, to be honest, when I when when we had to announce the whole thing, it was a little distracting. I mean, I'm I'm obviously unbelievably grateful to the to everybody involved and and, and in particular the players. I mean, they are the ones that dug their heels in way back in June and and supported me and the staff, and this is what they wanted and. And, um, you know, Mike Hill obviously took that and, and had to make some decisions, and it's not easy for him either. It wasn't easy for anybody during that time of the year. And so to finally get the uh, tick of approval was, you know, like I said, very thankful and, and thankful for the opportunity, and especially being an international coach, you just don't get these opportunities. So, you know, I'm looking forward to continuing to grow the program and, See where we can take this thing. Well, congrats on that, Coach, and we're pulling for you. You've been very nice to us this year, coming on a bunch. So we're in your corner. Absolutely, there's no doubt about no, it. You educated, that. you educated Bone on Outback Steakhouse and uh, and, and and the way people really frown upon it in Australia. You it has not, uh, Coach. I've been three <laughs> times though since that moment. I've not, it's not stopped me. You, though. It's not I just know that if I go to Australia, I probably you, can't order this stuff. <laughs> Coach is busy. You, know, you have to find some other restaurant change that's a little similar to that. Yeah. We, we, we ain't got that down there. Hey, any word is uh, is uh, is our friend Biff going to be in the uh, in the crowd with the students this week? Is this a Biff game? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I hope he is. I hope the football guys are there. I mean, obviously, it's going to be an unbelievable game against, you know, a top 25 team. It's the second time since, I think, uh, 2010, somewhere around that mark, I think, you know, to play against the top 25 team. I mean, we obviously had an unbelievable crowd against ECU, and let's go sell this thing out and have an awesome experience, and let's go get after those balls. Let's do it. We'll be watching, Coach. Best of luck to you, and thanks, as always, for spending some time with us. Anytime, fellas. You, have got, you guys have a good day. You too, Coach. Good luck. There you go. That is Coach Aaron Fern. Charlotte 49er Hoops trying to break the two-game losing streak and trying to do it in style at Halton against the top 25 team in South Florida. And Bone, when, you want, when I, you want to break losing streaks, here's where you go. I want you go to, right here. Yeah. It's, we, we can break winning streaks here. We proved that. I think we could also break losing streaks. Uh, Bone, I want this to be a shirtless Biff game. I want Biff to show up with some of the football players shirtless with Niners spelled out across their chest. That's what I need, Bone, feels on like, Saturday. It feels like this is a Biff game here. It feels like it has to happen. Now I'm He's wondering- been there before this season, but this feels like they need him now. 
Remember how Bruce they Pearl? They do, they do. Yeah, Bruce Pearl goes to a football games sometimes shirtless, doesn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, yeah, we've seen him shirtless, so Biff can do that. I don't know if Biff's going to look as good as Bruce shirtless, all right? No, I'm not sure it. about that. Not shirtless, but, but that doesn't matter. Sweet voice, at least. <laughs> I, um... I wonder about this crowd. Like, are they? Have you heard anything? Are they gonna sell it out? Because I think spring break starts Friday, right? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard. I just assume it's gonna be a, a manic environment for this. If I'm not mistaken, and someone out there might be a Charlotte student listening to us, or or a Charlotte alum, someone or like, like no your guy, like AC, who thinks he still goes there, or AC, who uh, is like uh, Will Ferrell in old school when he goes and parties with the Niner um, <laughs> uh, students before games. Like I, I they call think, them pop, they call them pops now over there. <laughs> I think spring break starts. Like at the end of this week. So I wonder if that would affect attendance for the students. I hope not, man. I hope it does not. ESPN. Can we get that game on one of the main ESPNs? ESPN2, ESPNU. The Charlotte-South Florida game is on ESPN+. Plus. Now, all the conference games on Saturday but one are on ESPN+. Plus. But come on, let's... Can we not have that game? South Florida is getting a lot of run now. They're, are they ranked? Or yeah, they're, 25th. Yeah. Can we get them... Can we get that game on one of the ESPNs? Apparently we cannot. (laughs) Apparently we cannot. And they're only on ESPN Plus. But that does sting because they've had much lesser opponents, much lesser games that have appeared on the networks. And I'm sure it's just a time of the game thing. You know what I mean? Like a lot of inventory. It's on. It's it's being played at the same time as State and UNC, 4 o'clock. So that's going to be double dip action for me. That's not even a rivalry game from what I've heard. So to get that out of there. State Carolina. They're not even rivals. <laughs> You've been told that. You've been talking to Joe Barry lately? Drake May? Who's been telling you that lately? Flounder? I would, yeah. hope, Drake, I would <laughs> hope Drake May ain't saying Her that. Rumors. Joe Barry, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, no. Drake, what does Drake May say? Drake May says you only go to state if you couldn't get into Carolina. Only, uh, what only, sense uh, uh, only I mean, smart kid. Astute observation. Only upper corners are left. Okay, per nice. AC. By the way, there's a great chance that the court storming situation this weekend involves our listener AC going for a ride as a 50 year old man. I, 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 <laughs> AC says maybe, he, maybe beyond that. I don't know. AC says put some respect on his name. He is the chairman of the athletic foundation. Oh, all right. What does that mean? Do you go get all the NIL money, AC? Is that what you are? You out there begging for NIL? Is that what AC stands for, athletic chairman? (laughs) I I thought it was like Alan Clifford or something. Uh, Alan Cochran. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always had that last name, Cochran? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I believe so. We now go to Flounder with the morning feed as I try to uh, uh, figure stuff out here. Collect yourself over there, Boney. Collect yourself. We We used to call him always calling as AC when we took more phone calls. Oh, there we go. Very clever. All right, the Carolina Hurricanes last night, they were on the road against the Minnesota Wild. They got down 2-1 after the first period, uh, kind of a back-and-forth affair in the second half of that first period. But over the final two periods, a strong performance from the Kane Jandre uh, Shvechnikov buries one late in the second period. And then uh, Stefan Nason wins it in the third period. 28 saves from goaltender Pyotr Kochenkov. And the Canes close within five points of the New York Rangers. Now, that's because the New York Rangers did not play last night. The Rangers will turn around, play tonight against Columbus. But, I mean, the good news is is that the Canes, they're they're just, they're solid. They're where they need to be. They put together, uh, you know, a couple of nice winning streaks here, beating some really good teams. And this is a nice win, going on the road and taking out the Minnesota Wild. So, uh, solid overall performance from the Canes. All I ask for, Bone, is that the Canes peak when I start to take a peek. When I actually start to get in late regular season playoff, just start peeking when I'm peeking. 
All right, that's all I ask for the cane. Sounds like they're hanging in a mix right there. All right, Andrew, let's put that on the quote board. Don't start peeking till, <laughs> don't start peeking till I peek. <laughs> That sounds oh, weird. Funny. That sounds very weird. That, that sounds like you're talking about something else. But yeah, anyway, that sounds like yes, you're. It, it sounds like you're looking at windows. You're not supposed to look at. <laughs> oh, Mac's gonna get. This is gonna be one of these uh, topics coming up where Mac loses his mind. Where one thing gets suggested, Mac's gonna yell. Ask the audience the best places that you can have a beer. Oh, yes, boy. it's gonna be great. Here he goes. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Adam Gold coming up top of the hour. We can talk about NC State losing yesterday. State fans freaking out on Kevin Keats on social media. We'll talk Plum Shore. I'm sure the court storming may come up. Panthers conversation. So Adam Gold from 99 to Fan in Raleigh and weeknights here on WFNZ joins us in his regular 9 o'clock spot. More Panther talk after that, including talk on the ticket season ticket price increases. How much does that bother fans? Some fans seem to be bothered by it. Some fans seem to hit us up and say, yeah, that's to be expected, unfortunately. So we'll get into that. Did they raise, it, up. Did, did they raise it to charge opposing fans? That's a question that we got quite a few times. <laughs> that's, that's what we David should. David Tepper said, I'll show these Cowboy fans. That's what we should ask. Ask the Cowboy fans, how do you feel about the prices? <laughs> um, anyway, all right, let's focus here, though. Let's have a little fun with an Ask the Audience. We've discussed this. We discussed this years ago. This is one of my favorite uh, beer conversations to have. Holy heck, beer me. Because it allows me to mentally take myself to that place and just think about it. So th- this uh, this Twitter account, Book It Sports, put something out the other day on Twitter, which was awesome. It's best place to drink a beer odds. So they do it like it's odds. Basically, it's like their rankings of what where the best places are to drink a beer. And they actually have airport beer number one. And even though you have to take out a loan to be able to buy an airport beer, there is something about going on a trip and having that beer and chilling and the anticipation of them going on a trip. But I this, put that way down my list just because of the price of said beer. It's you, insane. You, you have two. When you get to your destination, you're out of money. You can't pay for your hotel. No. Um, it is insane. But I get the feeling of you got good vibes. You're headed out. Let me have a beer here as I'm waiting right at the airport. So the question is, the SD audience question, all of y'all is, what is your favorite place to drink a beer? What is your, it could be a scenario, like place and kind of scenario to drink a beer. Um, I mentioned shower the other day. They actually have this on the list. And a lot of people have already said shower. Um, I also like bone. Well, first of all, every place I drink a beer, I like it. There's no bad place to drink a beer. I like a vacation beer. Like it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same spirit as the airport beer, but it doesn't cost $28 a piece. Like that first vacation beer. Like I've arrived at my destination. We're going out to a restaurant or whatever. That first beer. Like you have the whole vacation ahead of you. Like to me, the best beer scenarios and places are like it's about your mindset. How relaxed are you? That's why you know? I, I like a beach beer and I drink those kind yeah. of fast, Matt, That's because good. my body burns so quickly. Like I'm in a deep fryer that I don't have a lot of time to enjoy it, but I do enjoy sitting there. People, 
people watching at the beach. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. Just relaxing. It's, yeah, it's beach nice. beers are good. Beach beers fun. Tailgating beers. Tailgating with your Panther fan friends. Man, yeah, that's, that's a good fun. One. That's fun because you're you're enjoying the moment. You're anticipating a game that the Panthers have not lost yet. <laughs> it's the happiest part the, of your Panther the, game day. The, the in-game beer doesn't go down as well. <laughs> a lot of people are saying beach beer. Yeah, I like that too, yeah. man. You bring the cooler to the beach. Um, it's hot and your beer is nice and cold. Willie P says beach beer and Charlotte FC beer shower. Yes, I love to drink it when someone tosses their beer up in the air and I can just open up my yeah, mouth. Uh, you know, well, <laughs> but the meaning of that beer is we just scored a freaking goal and we're all celebrating. I think this is a good one, Mac. You and I can relate to this one. Grilling beer when I'm when I'm watching other people grill having a beer. <laughs> cookout, cookout beer. What when you're hanging out at a cookout and stuff? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Playing, yeah. playing cornhole. That's a great and, place. And playing those oh, yards. cornhole beer. I love, first of all, grilling beer. Yes, I used to love it, but then my, I got my uh, grilling rights stripped away. Um, my wife will not take my drinking rights away, though. That, that, that will be a problem. Um, but, no, cornhole beer is a good one. Got the beer in my left hand. Got the bag in my right, and I'm just in the zone, baby. I'm just that level of buzz. Like it's kind of. Did you like, just sing a country song to us? <laughs> I got a beer in my hand, a bag in my left. <laughs> beer in the left, bag in the right. That's how I cornhole it, baby. That's how I do it. But um, and there's that there's that premium part, like that happy happy place where you've had just enough beers where it's improved your cornhole game, but you don't go over that line to where your cornhole game, like you throw it in the neighbor's yard. Like yeah. that, that's, I like being <laughs> that, in that zone. Has that been a problem for you? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? You, It's like golfing. I feel like a couple of beers, I actually do a little better. But then yeah. you go over that line, and all of a sudden I golf like I'm T-Bone. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just gets wow. yeah, All right, set, settle down, Phil Mickelson. Uh, this ECU grad says, and in class beer. I don't know if that's allowed, but uh, <laughs> if any school can do it, y'all, I know it's y'all that can do it. Well, are you, where do you? Where do you? Where? What's your philosophy on shower beers? I've already. I was my first one I named. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I miss. I didn't hear you say. I'm that. a big fan of the shower beer, man. I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of the toilet beer, but no one else is saying that. I'm noticing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? No one else. That's a bone of contention it for always, many of you. It always goes back to the commode with Max somehow. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing last year. Yeah. Golf course beer. Um, the kids went to bed beer. That's a good one. Although I just drink while they're. You know what I mean? I just I, I got to drink while they're awake on a Friday. So I don't know how y'all make yeah. it through a weekend if you wait until the kids go to bed to drink. Hotel bar beer that was on the list of uh, the odds there. That was lower. that goes in. Yeah, that goes with the first vacation. Well, okay. it's kind of like that, right? Yeah. But no, it's not necessarily the first. It's just like maybe you were out, you come back to the hotel and you grab one. I kind of like that. Um, uh, people are saying the fishing beer. The problem is that. Yeah. Well, here's the problem though. <laughs> That would involve us fishing. I don't. I, I've gone fishing, and all I've done is drank and held my rod. Like I have not. Like all I've done is held the. Don't be laughing. You know what I meant. <laughs> it feels like that could be a problem for all these things. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. That could also like, be the hotel bar I don't beer. Ca- what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> I'm stop it. I'm trying to say like I like all I'm doing is drink. Like the few times I've gone fishing because I don't like it much. Yeah. But but I've had buddies that are into it come along with me. I'm just drinking, and I'm not even sure. I don't even know if there's if there's a bait on my on, at the end of my hook. Like I'm just sitting there, you know. Uh, someone anyway. someone brings up Mac. Where are you on the hiding in the garage from your family beer? <laughs> garage after you cut the grass beer, that one's not bad. That like a Friday if you cut the grass on a Friday and it's like now the weekend can start. 
and you t uh, tip that uh, back. Uh, let's see what else we have going on here, Boney. Um, let's see. <laughs> Snow sledding Panther, beer. Panther Cliff, you naughty dog, you. We're What's not even going to read that. We're not even going to oh, read okay. We're not even reading Panther Cliff. We see what you did there, Cliff. Snow sledding beers. What are you, while you're, while you're sledding, you're, you're drinking? That's that seems rather, rather, is that even illegal? <laughs> on the lawnmower beer. See, I don't have I don't have enough lawn to require a. Uh, I don't have a mower. Uh, I, I just got to. So basically, mower. we've just had two people admit to a version of DUI. <laughs> <laughs> Sweating while intoxicated. Airport beers getting more love. That was the first one that was named. They're boat, just so boat expensive, beers. though. Boat beers are are, yeah. are good. I mean, it's not like I'm getting out on a boat a ton, but it is a great. It's where there's really no bad place to drink. I got to be honest. Matt, be this honest goes with you. this goes back to when we were younger, and I'm sure that. Some of our audience are probably of age still. What about the the pre gaming beers, the beers before you go out to the oh, to, when you're young, yeah, yeah the pre gaming beers, yeah, yeah that, that was always fun. When too. I was young, sometimes bad guy pre game so much I never made it out. <laughs> yeah, that's been known to happen. A lot of people saying campfire, yeah, that's a good one, or a fire like you know if you got a fire pit at your house or something. Um, but I'm always concerned beer, I might fall. S'mores. I'm always concerned I might get too close to that fire of too many beers, and there I go. Really? Is yeah, that <laughs> yeah, it's thing, yeah. Okay, you've been safety first, Bone. I'm told safety first is a good way to go. I a jacuzzi beer, yeah, that's kind of cool. Or a hot tub beer, same sort of thing. Pool beers. Oh, I love pool beers, yeah. man. Yeah. You get out there on a Sunday after or Saturday afternoon and say, "What the heck? Let's just start. Let's just day drink." Yeah, on the list of uh, the uh, the site there, uh, uh, hot tub beers were on there, kind of in the middle of the odds. I, the problem is, Mac, I, I get, I'm not great. This is shocking. I'm not great in a hot tub. I overheat, man. I know that's the point of it. But I have to. I don't last very long in hot tubs. Well, how man. long are you sitting there for? That's well, the, I that's just, the key. I mean, I'm not. I end up more focused. I'm about to pass out. I, I get overheated <laughs> easily, and hot tubs are not really built for me. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you overheat before. So yeah, I guess imagine, that. imagine this pale bod sitting there in a hot tub and sweating away. No, it's just not. No, nah, I'm gonna pass. This yeah. this texture says wedding beer, wedding receptions, right? Fun. Oh yeah, you know Willie P wedding beers were fun. We got to that reception. That's a good man. one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely Especially a good when one. It's free. I get down with a good FIFA beer bone. Like I'm playing the video game, and I get you know got the beer going. That's gaming usually, beer. That's yeah. I, I'm video game beers back in the day. Madden for me when I was younger. All the fellas would sit around and do that. What do you got over there? Someone say something dirty over there, no, bone? No, our guy Panther bone. Church beers. Church. Oh, oh wow! Church. I've heard of wine. I've heard of wine at the church, but what? What, kind of, what church you going to, sir? Jesus Light. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys? Seriously, what is that all about? <laughs> I need more details on that. Anyway, imagine man. those keg stands. <laughs> Post run beer. Yeah, I imagine that, but I don't really run. I only run to get the beer. I don't actually run. Yeah, for oh, my own yeah, uh, when, benefit. When you say beer run, that that usually means you're going to. <laughs> get some more but i've seen that though the 5ks that we've been at bone not really participating just kind of observing um everybody loves to to do the 5k and then go head over and get themselves a beer i have seen that that I is true that. Yeah. it's a it's a uh, it's the come down of the of the race there we come back we'll ask adam gold the same question about beers and so much more we got canes we've got kevin keats we've got court storms all things are on the table adam gold Joins us next on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.